Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 57. I was built and made for something different. Is it harder? Yes. Is it scarier? Yes. Has it brought tears? Yes. Has it brought amazing blessings and rewards? Absolutely. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, and now it's time to light it up. Welcome to Gift Biz Unwrapped, your source for industry-specific insights and advice to develop and grow your business. And now, here's your host, Sue Monheit. Hi there, I'm Sue, and welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Whether you own a brick-and-mortar shop, sell online, or are just getting started, you'll discover new insight to gain traction and to grow your business. And today, we have as our special guest, Sarissa Carlson. Sarissa is a Southern Ohio-based photographer and business coach known for her contagious energy and social media savviness. With a master's in art education, experience on the creative live stage, published work, and a large following of sparkly photographers in her online community, she is well-prepared to help you shine online. So get ready to be encouraged, educated, and empowered to make strategic and informed decisions for your business right here and right now. Welcome to the show, Sarissa. Thank you so much. I loved listening to you read that. I was just like sitting here (laughs) smiling. That was perfect. (laughs) Smiling for the camera. That's right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Share with us a little bit more about you as a person and your life and all of that before we get started. Yeah. So as you can tell, I'm really shy and afraid of people. (laughs) We joke that my parents have never met a stranger. So I grew up with lots of friends in the marching band and competing on the equestrian team. And then as I figured out what I wanted to do with my life, I actually went into teaching as a profession and taught for 10 years. So I'm used to having elementary kids looking at me and teaching them how to use the rule of thirds and what tertiary colors are. So I take that same passion that I learned in the classroom and in the marching band and have brought that into my my business strategies. Four years ago, I started my photography business and it's just kind of been this evolution of a journey. And as you and I have discussed, that passion and that excitement has turned not just into a photography company, but one that also empowers and teaches other photographers to do very much of the same thing that I've done. So it's been a fabulous journey. As we get started, I want to hear a little bit more about the growth of your business. But before we do that, we have a little ritual here on the podcast. Okay. We talk about a motivational candle because it gives us a way to envision you in a different light. The candle shines on you while you share your stories and your experiences. So are you ready to light this up, Sarissa? Oh, absolutely. All right. Your motivational candle, what color is it and what would be the quote on your candle? Okay, so I don't know if I'm allowed to give you this answer, but I'm going to anyways. I want my candle to be sparkly and glittery. Does that count? Yes, you can do that. that. I would say I want my my candle to be sparkly. One, it just represents who I am. And I think, you know, so often we're afraid to let our personalities and who we are shine. So I think that whole spirit of sparkle and glitter just really embodies the spirit of what I love to do personally, what I love to encourage other people to do. But the quote that I would put on here, 
One of my very favorite quotes, aside from scripture, is a ship in harbor is safe, but that is not what ships are for. Aside from the grammatical errors, I think so many times we think that, you know, you see these beautiful, majestic ships in a harbor and they're safe and they're beautiful and they're pristine, but that's not where they're meant to be. They're meant to be in the tumultuous ocean. They're supposed to be at risk. They're supposed to be at danger. They're supposed to be exploring and learning and growing and doing new things. And I think sometimes, you know, and they come home sometimes beaten up from the storm but they come back with more in their journey and more in their story. And I think as entrepreneurs, that's something it's so hard. And you and I know this, stepping out and doing something new can be terrifying. But you have to remember that that's what we were made for. We're not meant to just sit in our safe little bubble wrapped offices. We're meant to go out and experience life and experience the storm and come home weathered and beaten up and torn up, but with a story. Because the stories are what changes everything. Absolutely. It's a great quote, Sarissa. And I want you guys, Gift Biz listeners, to think about that. When you're nervous, you're doing something that makes you anxious or uncomfortable. Think of this quote. It's a perfect one. I've not heard it before, and it's absolutely wonderful. I love it, Sarissa. Thanks. All right. Now, I want to talk about your business, and I'm just now noticing in your bio, we didn't even talk about the name of your business, which is going to so relate to the candle, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So take it away, and this time mention the names of your business and the group that you do, and then it's all going to come together for everybody. Everyone's going to get it. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to make so much more sense. So yeah, so when I was teaching in the classroom, I had a passion for photography. So I was doing digital photography clubs with my students. And so when I originally began my photography journey, the goal was that I would teach during the school year because I loved what I did, loved it. I was going to teach during the school year and then shoot during the summer. That was our plan. But, you know, plans changed. The universe had different ideas for us. And so I actually, my business exploded. And so I was working 70 to 8 hours a week and had to choose. Do I want to do the teaching or do I want to do the photography? And it was a very hard choice. And as a mom, you know that sometimes those factors can weigh in too. And so we chose to pursue the photography. So I started Immerse Photography here in Ohio. And I was photographing families and seniors and weddings and doing my thing. But what I noticed is that people kept coming to me and asking for questions and asking for help. And hey, can you mentor me? And what I found myself doing, Sue, and this is so silly, but when I left my classroom, I mourned for that side of my life. I was like, I'm leaving teaching. I will no longer be a teacher. But the farther I got away from those four walls, the more I realized that those four walls didn't define me as a teacher. Who I am in my journey is what defines me as a teacher. So as more and more people came to me asking questions and asking for mentorships, I found myself low on time. So I was like, I've got to do something about this. I have to find a way to effectively share what I know and teach and help these people. And so that's where I branched off and developed, you ready for it, everyone? This will make the candle make more sense, the Sparkle Society. Basically, what I do through the Sparkle Society is I encourage, educate, and empower photographers to make informed and strategic decisions for their businesses. So through that platform, so I have immersed photography, which is where I actually photograph my clients. But through the Sparkle Society and kind of the bridge between those two things is immerse workshops. Between those outlets, now I'm able to mentor and teach and share what I know in a completely different platform. So we joke, my dad always laughs anytime I'm telling him about like a success in my business, he laughs. He's like, you know, Sarissa, I never thought you'd be my entrepreneur because I like safety. I like security. I like predictability. 
And we just laugh because this was never in our plan. But I think that's why this quote is so dear to me because I wanted security. I wanted predictability. But being an entrepreneur and seeing how this journey, how far it's taken us in a way that we never could have predicted, I think that's why that quote resonates with me so much. Being in those four walls in my classroom was not what I was made for. I was built and made for something different. Is it harder? Yes. Is it scarier? Yes. Has it brought tears? Yes. Has it brought amazing blessings and rewards? Absolutely. Yeah. And the cool thing about the story is you saw how much you were really missing teaching. So you were Mm -hmm. able to interweave that in to the whole photography thing too. And now you have something so spectacular, so different, and so you. If anyone were to see you when you're live (laughs) and you're teaching, it's so you. And it's so cool. So give us listeners, we continue to hear this every single podcast. When people go back and they talk about how they've landed on what they love doing, it reflects what naturally they're good at. So think about that for yourself. What do you like doing? What just jazzes you up? You know, when you're doing it, you are in your groove. You love it. It's so easy for you. It comes naturally to you. How can you incorporate that into the business that you've already created or something that you could possibly create? Absolutely. All right, I want to jump right into our main topic and the reason why I wanted to have you on the show in the first place, and that is to talk about professional photography. Yes. What is the main reason why someone would want to have a professional photographer versus just a friend taking pictures that then they can crop and use on their social media site or their website, etc.? Why would you hire a professional photographer and what's the value for your business? This is a great question. And I'm going to give you this from my personal perspective, why I think this is important. Because a few short years ago, when I started my business professionally, I've been shooting forever. But when I started professionally, I remember sitting in the teacher's lounge with one of my friends and she was like, hey, will you do my daughter's senior photos? And I was like, no problem. I've got a great camera. I know photography. I can rock this out. I'll charge you $250 and good to go. Well, I shortly and very quickly realized, oh my goodness, Number one, do I have a lot more to learn? Number two, I'm going to spend way more than $250 worth of time on this project. And then I looked at the resulting photos and I was like, oh my gosh, she should have hired someone else. I had the skills and I had the camera and I thought I had the confidence to do what needed to be done to get these amazing senior portraits to this girl. But the reality was when it was all said and done, I looked at what I created. It was good, but it wasn't Great. And I think that's something as entrepreneurs, a lot of times, I get it, especially when you're starting up, funds are tight, we want to try to find ways to cut corners. And we're like, okay, well, maybe I can cut back here. And I can spend a little bit less here. And I'll really invest in this. And you know, a lot of times, one of the things we cut back on is the photography or the videography even, and we settle for what's good but not what's great. And if you think about nowadays, in terms of social media, especially, your visual content is what drives everything. In terms of Facebook ads, we all know the number one thing when it comes to a Facebook ad is a strong photo. The copy is second, the promotion is second, the links are second. The photo is the number one thing that gets attention and gets clicks. And when people are on Instagram and they're scrolling through that newsfeed, you have 
maybe a nanosecond. I don't even know if that's a real term, but we're going to go with it. A nanosecond to get their attention. And if you don't have a strong photograph and you don't have a strong image that compels them to stop and look and think, they are going to move on. And there are so many startups and so many people coming out of the woodwork, starting new companies. And that's wonderful. However, it makes it harder for us to stand out from the crowd and get the attention of those ideal clients. And one of the ways that I firmly believe that you can do this, and I know it can sound very self-serving right now because I'm a photographer telling you to hire a photographer, but I will tell you that in the past year alone, I have hired three of my friends to do three professional photo shoots. So I am practicing what I preach because I know that the number one thing that matters is a photograph. I've got to let everybody know that you were also my photographer <laughs> in the recent photos that I just took. So if you guys were to go over and look at my Facebook page, Instagram, all of that, you're going to see a whole different image of what I'm doing. And yes. it's because of you, Sarissa. And the thing that was so interesting is you're right. The quality of the photos that came back were mm-hmm. so different because I did have someone who I thought was a good photographer, but it's the editing afterwards. It's getting the right angles. It's yes. coaching you to stand in that super crazy, funny way. <laughs> Limbo, <laughs> turtle, walnut, get the whole thing. Yeah, we'll, we may work on some of those tips here while we're talking. We'll, we'll see where we go with this. But, and also shots that you need where you might not be in the center we're not just talking headshots here we're talking active shots working in your business shots that you might want to use that you want to put on social media with a bubble that has words all that type of thing is something that a professional photographer will consider for you if i and i guess i'll ask you this sarissa because you also are well versed on social media photos too Absolutely. And I think that's another key selling point for hiring a professional who not only is great with their camera and great with their business, but who knows social media. Because a lot of times the way we compose things, and this was something we talked about with you during your photo shoot is, and I told you like, hey, when you see some of these images, if you were a normal portrait client, I would never crop a photo this way. But I'm going to crop it this way. That way you've got room to make a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad out of this. Because here's the thing. If you have a professional photographer who's familiar with social media marketing, they will know how to shoot you. Because if we think about it, if you guys think about a Facebook ad, a Facebook ad is almost, it's a rectangle. It's a horizontal rectangle, but it's almost kind of like a panoramic in terms of its ratio. It's very long, but very short and kind of stubby. Whereas if you think about an Instagram image, that's a square ratio. So you need to have images that can translate well to social media. Because I know I had a friend of mine do headshots and I didn't even think to tell her that, hey, I need most of these to be horizontal because most of social media marketing has horizontal with the exception of Pinterest horizontal images. And so just having a professional who can be thinking ahead and not only coaching you on what you need to do and working their camera, but also thinking about, okay, I need to shoot this this way, or I need to crop this way, or this client might want this photo, even though they're telling me like, oh, no, 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 I don't need that photo. You know that eventually they're going to want and need that photo. So it's just being able to think ahead and predict what you're going to need going forward. Wonderful. Now, on the other side of this, let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. 
Is there ever a time for business photography when you do just want to grab a photo from your iPhone? Oh, absolutely. You want to have on your social media, and this could be like a whole other podcast. You want to have on your social media, a mix of the personal and the professional. And what I tell my girls is always when you post, post with a purpose. If it is something, ask yourself the question, like if this is going to add value to my client's life, then 100% post it. But if it is going to be white noise, then you don't want to post it. But yeah, those personal photos, absolutely take them with your iPhone. See, this is crazy, but one of my top 10 Instagram photos that I've ever posted is a photo of me and my two labs. I have two 90 pound labs. We went to Starbucks and we got a puppy whip where they feel like the little mini cups with a whipped cream. And I just posted something on, you know, just kind of as a joke. Hey, did my devotional, get in my Starbucks. Now I'm ready to edit and rock out your sessions or just something silly like that. But that is one of my top 10 photos I have ever posted. And I have some darn good photos, but people love that human element. And that human element, you can't capture that all the time with a big girl camera. You Sometimes you got to pull out that iPhone, but if you're balancing it with strong quality images and there's an iPhone photo in there every now and then, people are going to love it and they're going to respond to that. So some of those more casual in the moment images absolutely are acceptable, but more in the feed yes, versus your banners or your, your headshots or that kind of Yes, thing. that's a great, that is an absolute great point. Yeah, you don't want to be like a camera snob, like, oh, only the best photos go up because then you become too perfect and people, especially with live video becoming so trending and so popular, people want the imperfection. They want that realness, but you have to balance that with come to my website and look at how professional I am. Like, trust me with your investment, but here's the real side of me. You know, like it's, it's a, it's a tricky line to walk sometimes. All right. So if we have listeners who are thinking, I understand you've sold me, I need some professional headshots. And that doesn't mean you need to do, I mean, Sarissa and I did two days of shooting, multiple outfits, craziness, no snow though. Gosh, darn it. I know. We were looking for the snow because I love that snow. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to go that far. If someone was looking to do Even let's just start with professional headshots, maybe a couple of scenery shots. What are the tips to start finding a professional photographer? So I would get onto your local Facebook groups, get into some local forums maybe. And I would start by asking, I think word of mouth is so huge. And I, Sue, this is going to be like scandalous that I'm about to tell you. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. (laughs) (laughs) I don't use SEO very much for my business. (gasps) I know Some people, I know some people right now are probably downright horrified and they're like, what kind of professional is that? I do use it for my workshops, but for my photography business, I have never used an ounce of SEO marketing. Here's why. So much of what I do is personal relationship driven. And I want to have my referrals exclusively from word of mouth because here's the thing. And you can probably, you know, chime in Sue, but when you were in front of the camera, you can feel very insecure, very like, oh my gosh, is my hair right? Oh my gosh, do I look fat? And it can be a very intimate thing. I have had people cry in front of my camera on more than one occasion simply because it is kind of an intimate thing what you're doing. So I would recommend getting on Facebook and asking your friends, hey, who is a local photographer or who is a photographer that you've flown in that you've had a great experience with? Then once you get some names, go check out their website and kind of see, does their style match yours? Because the thing with photography is it's very much like cooking. You might find one chef who puts tons of spices and seasoning and salt in their food and somebody might like that. 
but somebody else might think that's nasty and they might more simple, clean, classic. And it doesn't mean that one is right or wrong. They're just different. So you need to find a photographer who understands your style or whose style you appreciate. And then once you've found that, narrow it down to like maybe two or three of those and then reach out to them and just simply ask them some questions. Say, hey, you know, I'm a professional entrepreneur. I need some photos for my website and some headshots. Can you tell me about your experience and if you've done this before? Because then you can get a feel for one, do they know what they're doing? Or, you know, a lot of photographers, just because someone's a photographer, it's like being an athlete. You can be an athlete and be amazing at football, but have no clue how to play hockey. Okay. It's the same thing in photography. Maybe someone's really good at doing headshots, but they might have no idea how to photograph. If you sell candles or if you sell chapstick, they might have no idea how to use that type of lighting to get those shots. You need to ask and get a feel for, do they know how to photograph what you need? And if so, what is their experience? If you find someone who's a little bit newer, I would not do the new photographer. But if you have someone that says, you know what, I've not done a branding shoot, but hey, I'm willing to do the research. I'm willing to, you know, listen and sit down and talk to you and find out exactly what you're needing. You know, I wouldn't be opposed to giving them a shot as long as they're really, really understanding and clear on what your expectations are. I'd say that could be a good way. So I would say look for someone that's, you know, a friend of yours has had a good experience with and then start there and start the process that way. I'm going to summarize these points. And even before that, I'm going to add a point zero. You gave us three points. I'm going to add a point zero. And the first one is that zero is you in your own mind need to know why you're taking these pictures. Yeah. Do you need new headshots? Do you need something because you're putting out a new course or a sales program or you're going to an event? What do you need these photos for? Do you need all new social media banners so that when you start talking with these people, you have a specific thing in mind of what you need as the outcome, not just I want professional photos, because then you're spending a lot of money and you might not have in the end what you needed. So that's point Mm -hmm. zero. Point one is Sarissa saying is word of mouth, talk with people, see who people other people have had a good experience with. You're right, Sarissa. I mean, you're just a whole bunch of fun. So even though <laughs> I thought I thought my two days were going to be, you know, they're going to be okay, but uh-huh. I don't really like being in front of the camera that much. But I just gave it up. We had a blast and I was totally comfortable. And you were a good girl because when I got all the pictures back, there weren't a lot of shots that I know probably looked awful. <laughs> yes, a good photographer is going to delete the bad photos and never even show them to you. So when you see them, you're like, man, I looked really good. <laughs> yeah, each and every time. I'm just going to go every with time. that. <laughs> Okay, so that's number one. And the number two is go online. Once you've got a couple of recommendations, look and see if their style blends with what you want as the outcome, if it's the right feel for how you are and that it resonates with you because obviously the photography has to mimic what you're like, what you're all about, what your business is about. And then talk with them. Take a couple, as Sarissa is saying, and call them, talk with them. And you can get a really good feel that way as to whether you're going to be comfortable with them and you feel that they're credible because there can be a lot of photographers out there that, like you said, are picking up a hobby camera and they want to make some money. Yes, yes, yes. And that's so important. Sue, I just totally thought of something. I'm going to go rogue for a second. Is that okay if I go rogue? Do it. Totally. I have, I did not even think about this until this very moment, but I have a PDF ebook 
I want to send it to you and you can give it to your viewers. It's a five page ebook and it talks about how to put together a branding shoot. So it's something that your photographer, so if you go hire a photographer, you can present it to them so they know where to start. And those of you that are listening, if you're like, I have no idea what to even say to my photographer, it has some ideas for you there. I think that would be an amazing resource for your viewers. Do you think that's something that they would like? Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Is it online anywhere connected with a URL somewhere? It is, but it is on the, it's a hidden link because it's normally something that I sell for 49 bucks. Whoa. We're going to go ahead and just give it to you. Does that sound good? Oh, that is awesome. Thank we'll you. Sparkle power. How about that? Sparkle power. <laughs> okay. So on behalf of everyone listening who can't be like jumping up and down and having you see and know it right now, huge. Thank you so much. You're welcome. From this ebook, can you pull out just a couple of tips of what you need to do to prepare for a professional photo shoot? Oh my gosh, absolutely. So one of the things that you did so beautifully, and I actually told you after I left Chicago, I stole it. (laughs) That's all right. You can take it. (laughs) One of the things that I love that Sue did for me is she put together a couple like printouts like, okay, here's the location. And then she had a photograph of the outfit she was going to wear and the outcomes that she wanted to have happen at that specific location. And I think one of the biggest things that you can do to ensure that you have a successful photo shoot, whether it's a one hour shoot or a two day shoot is have ultra clear expectations for your photographer. If you are not communicating, they are not going to be able to give you what you want because they simply don't know. So Sue literally had, we're going to hit this location and I'm going to wear this or this and I'm going to do this and I need to get this photograph here. And then we're going to go here and then we're going to go. So it was so clearly laid out so I could predict what was coming. I could then think about what I knew thinking, okay, well, I know I need to get a couple of really wide shots. I'm not going to be able to do it necessarily in her office because it's a tight space. So maybe I'm going to do it at this location. So just giving your photographer as much information beforehand so that they can mentally prepare and kind of lay out the pacing of the photo shoot. Another thing that's really helpful is knowing your outfits and what you're going to wear as we just kind of hinted on, but your clothing can really make or break your shoot. You don't want to have things that are too busy. You want to have things that are nice and solid with great accessories. Makeup and hair is a big thing. Getting some amazing eyelashes, that's a big thing. Getting all those little details put into place. But one of the things from the photographer's perspective, I love when my clients come to me, and you did this so beautifully, Sue. And when you do this, when I have clients like this, it makes me want to perform for them. It makes me want to give them so amazing that they're just overwhelmed when they see their images. And what that thing is, is when my client comes to me and they say, okay, this is what I need. This is what I hope happens. And I'm going to trust you with a process. So what they do is they give me what they need. They give me their expectations. Nothing is left to chance or mystery, but then they release the grip. They release the control and they say, I've hired you because you're a professional and I trust you and I'm going to let you do your thing, and I'm going to listen. And that gives your photographer so much creative freedom. If you guys don't know this already, we photographers, we're kind of weirdos. We kind of get into this creative zone. And Sue, I don't know if you saw it all, but sometimes my husband will make fun of me because he's like, oh, are you in creative mode? And I'll be like, yep. He's like, okay, we'll have this conversation later. Because my mind is thinking, what about this angle? What about this sunlight? What about this outfit? What about this color with that tech? 
And if you give your artist a chance to let their mind go into that creative space, your images are going to be so much better unbound. I don't know if that's the right word. We're going to make it up, but unbound. You're just going to release your photographer to create something unique and amazing for you. Whereas if you're micromanaging and say, okay, now do this. Now, how about this? What about this? What about this? You're breaking their flow and you're not giving them the freedom to create for you. So I know as entrepreneurs, letting go of that control can be so hard. But if you've done all your work beforehand and you've hired a true professional, they're going to create amazing art for you. And that would be one of the best things that I can say you can do for your photo shoot. That's really great. And I will just tell you, I'm going to tease the audience here because these photos have not been released. But Sarissa made me do some really (laughs) crazy things. And I'm like, I looked at her like, are you serious? And those are some of the best photos. I love those photos. So I know none of you understand or know what we're talking about yet. But if you're following me on social media and a couple of other things, you're going to see them later. And I'm not going to bring them up here because they aren't released yet. I'm saving them for certain projects. The other thing I might just break in here, and I know you're time restricted, Sarissa, so I'm just going to say this and then we'll move on. But when I went into my photo shoot, I was also thinking of different things that I'm going to want as I'm projecting out into the year. So there's something that I'm looking at releasing in the fall. And so I wanted a certain location and certain photos for that. And then I thought, well, as the holidays come in December, Maybe I want some photos that are more glittery and festive. So I was anticipating photos that I wish I would have had before the shoot so that I could make sure we would capture them during that time. Absolutely. And that's so smart. On a kind of tangent, I'm getting to the point where I'm about ready to hire an assistant. And along that same lines, I just have a little notebook that I keep in my desk drawer. And every time I think of something that I'm like, oh, an assistant could do this. I write it down and you can do the same thing with your photographs. Like, shoot, I really wish I had a photo of write it down. So even if you're not in a place financially or in your business where you can schedule that photo shoot, when it comes time, you can go to your photographer and say, Hey, I need these 24 shots for sure. And that's a really easy way to make sure that you get what you need and you can predict what you're going to need in the future. Great idea. Thank you. That's perfect advice. All right. We're going to finish up this photography section by you giving us three tips, photographer or not, what do you need to do for a good photo? Let's say a good headshot. Oh, a good headshot. Three good tips for a good headshot. Okay. So number one, think about your outfit. When you're doing a headshot in particular, you want to make sure you got to think about where that photo is going to be. It's going to be on an ad campaign. It's going to be on a promo book for a conference. You need to have your smile or your personality shining through. So you need to make sure you get professional hair and makeup. Yes, it is worth the investment. Get professional hair and makeup. Get a solid shirt. And what I tell people is to focus on something with a really interesting neckline versus an interesting pattern or texture. Even though that pattern or texture might be you, the thing is, is it's going to distract from you. Okay, so use that more in a photo branding shoot, an entire shoot. But for your headshots, think of simple colors and an interesting neckline and then pull in those accessories. So that's the number one thing you can do. The second thing is don't be afraid to let your personality shine. Turn on music, bring a friend that's going to make you laugh. You know, we had your assistant Lori with us kind of in the corner, like making you smile sometimes because sometimes, you know, being a a supermodel sounds really fun and glamorous, but so you can attest to this. It's exhausting, isn't it? It is exhausting. (laughs) It's exhausting. (laughs) You get tired. 
So bring someone along and bring something along that's going to make you smile. Get that Starbucks, get all jacked up on caffeine if you need to. Do whatever you need to do to let your smile and your personality come through. And then the last thing is be hyper aware of your folk or your, your posing. Now, this is really, it feels very narcissistic, but here's what I want you all to do. And I'm not kidding. If you're listening to this podcast on your computer, get it on your laptop and go in the bathroom or take your phone and go in the bathroom. I want you in front of a mirror. I know this sounds ridiculous, but trust me, go in front of a mirror. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to put your fingers up like you're making a limbo limbo bar with your fingers. And I'm literally doing this as I talk right now. So envision this. So am I. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Get that limbo bar. And what I want you to do is I want you to lift your chin up and go up and over that limbo bar. Now you should feel a little bit of a strain underneath your jawbone in your neck. If you are feeling that strain, that is perfect. And if you feel a little bit like a turtle, because when you do that, what you're doing is not only are you lengthening your neck, which will visually on camera lose about five pounds, side note, but it will also get separation between your shoulders and your jawline. And your neck is the number one thing that makes you look skinnier or heavier in photos. So I'm not kidding. Literally look in the mirror and do that and feel that limbo bar, that turtle trick. And then here's the key. A good photographer will walk you through this as you're in front of the camera. And Sue, like I was yelling at her all the time. I was like, turtle, chin, get the water. <laughs> like, but she knew because I trained her on what to do. But here's the thing. If your photographer isn't walking you through that, or maybe you don't have a professional photographer and you're just doing an iPhone photo, look in the mirror, get yourself posed. And then here's key. Close your eyes. And I want you to feel, yes, I'm serious. If you're in the bathroom looking in a mirror, do this. You feel stupid. Close the door so nobody sees. Do this. Close your eyes and feel what this feel like, because this will be almost like muscle memory. If you can train your body on what it feels like, we can all look good in a selfie or in front of a mirror because we can see ourselves. But what happens when you can't see yourself? If you can train your body on what that feels like, you can get yourself into that same posture and that same pose and nail it on camera every single time. Boom, done. Drop the mic. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> all right. Summary of these three points. Your image, make sure you get professional hair and makeup done, salad colors, neckline is important, Yes. and then accessorize. Number two, let your personality shine. You're doing this because you're you and there's no one else like you and people are attracted to the genuine you. So just be yourself. And three, do the turtle. Do the turtle. Do the turtle. I love it. (laughs) I want everybody to comment on the show notes comment portion and tell us that you did the turtle exercise. (laughs) Hashtag that. I want to see a hashtag immerse workshop so I can see it too. There you go. Hashtag immerse workshop. (laughs) All right. We'll we'll see how that works out for us here. (laughs) All right, Sarissa, we're going to start going a little quicker because like I said, I know you're time constrained here. Yeah. Um, I want to move into the reflection section. And this is a place where we look at you and see what you're doing behind the scenes that's making you successful. If you have one trait besides teaching, because we've already talked about that now, what innately is a natural trait of yours that you tap into for your success? Yeah, I did a Bible study four or five years ago, and the book was called You Matter More Than You Think. And I remember one of the questions it asked at the very, very beginning was, if you, if money was no object and time was no object, what would you do with your life? I remember like reading that and being like, I don't 
I don't know, like start a nonprofit. Like I gave the answer that I thought I was supposed to give. And, you know, as we worked that book, and even if you're not Christian, it's a fabulous book. It's called You Matter More Than You Think. And I think it's by Dr. Leslie Parrott, I believe. It's a great book. But she talked about when her son was younger and she was very, very busy working and doing her career, there's a lady up the street and she would have little lunch dates with this lady's son and she would make these little sandwiches and she would cut them out in the shapes of cowboy hats and cowboy boots and she would play guns with him and cops and robbers and she just poured love into this little boy because his mama was so busy. And I think sometimes we look at all these big things that matter and we see other people doing and we're like, oh, we have to do a nonprofit. Oh, I have to give away this. Oh, I have to donate this. But sometimes it's those little small things. And so through that process, I really was able to identify that I believe I've been put on this earth to encourage and to make people feel welcome and loved. I feel like that's one of my sole purposes. So through my workshops, I'm not trying to maintain You know, some people could look at me and dare I say it, they could say, oh, she's so unprofessional. But you know what? I'm real and I'm personable and I let people see the imperfection. I cry on camera sometimes if there's something I'm going through, but I want to share it. I'm not afraid to cry. I'm not afraid to let people see that real because people need to know that there's other people going through the exact same things and that they are in a safe and welcoming environment to grow. And that is something that I've seen as especially I nurture new photographers is that ability to embrace and to welcome and to love on them. So many of them say like, oh my gosh, I love this. I've reached out to photographers and they've been mean to me just to find a safe place and a person to ask. You have no idea how much I appreciate this. And so just really being authentic with who I am knowing it's going to get judged. I know darn well people say sparkle society, really? I know darn well, but I also know that my ideal client resonates with that and they need that nurturing and they need that love. And if that's what they need and that's who I am, then we're perfect. And you've just slipped in a really, really solid and important business tip. Not everyone's going to resonate with you and you have to be to the core who you genuinely are. Mm -hmm. It makes your work fun. It makes your work much easier. Not that there's not stumbling blocks. We know that. But if you're trying to be somebody who you're not, it's always going to be difficult. It's always going to be a rough road and you're going to look fake. Yes. And people see right through it. Absolutely. All right. So I love this book. You matter more than you think. And Gift Biz listeners, as you know, you're listening to this podcast today, but if you like audiobooks, you can go on to Audible. I've teamed up with them for you to be able to get a book for free. And to do that, just jump over to giftbizbook.com and make a selection. And who knows, maybe this book is one of those that you could select. That'd be awesome. Okay, Sarissa, when you're looking at your day, besides your camera and everything else, what other tools do you use that help you to stay productive? Oh my gosh, Sue. I have just started using Hootsuite. Do you use Hootsuite? I have used Hootsuite. Oh, like I've had it for a while and I dabbled in it, but I've really like gotten into it. Girlfriend is changing my life. What's the biggest thing about Hootsuite that you like? I love that I can schedule into groups. You know, we can schedule onto our Facebook page and our, our Facebook walls. That's valuable. But when you're running groups and workshops, maintaining consistent interaction and providing high levels of value and content can be very tricky. You know, our lives get busy. And I love Hootsuite because I can schedule all of my posts, yes, even into a Facebook group. So I went on vacation two weeks ago. I had 42 posts that went out just on my social media and in my workshop pages. And so while I was on vacation on the beach, I was still working and providing awesome content. It freed me up to have a life. It was amazing. Hootsuite, Hootsuite, Hootsuite. There you go. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure. You think Hootsuite? Hootsuite. (laughs) All right. Maybe. There you go. All right, Sarissa, I would like to invite you to Dare to Dream. 
I'd like to present you with a virtual gift. It's a magical box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. So this is your dream or your goal of almost unreachable heights that you would wish to obtain. Please accept this gift and open it in our presence. What is inside your super sparkly box? My sparkly box. Oh, so you just might make me cry. If I were to open that virtual gift, it would have more margin to spend the time with the people that I want to spend time with and love. It would have more abundance so that I could just give more freely without restriction. And it would just be overabounding and filled with love. The deeper I get into the entrepreneur world, the more I realize that not just for myself, but for all of us, many of us are lonely. We're struggling. Our lives are not balanced. We're out of whack. Just having that unconditional love and support is just something that drives me. At the end of a long day, when I get a hug from my husband or a kiss from my kids or a snuggle, that just is everything. So abundance, time with my family, margin, and love. That, that makes this girl happy. <laughs> Do you believe in the law of attraction? <laughs> yeah. All right. So you put out all of this already to your customers. All of our listeners can hear it in you just through this interview. So I know that by you putting it out, it's going to keep coming back to you tenfold over and over again. Thank you. You are just one awesome girl, Sarissa. <laughs> Thank you. I love working with you, Sue. You've been such a joy to have in my life. And I love that you and I are just embracing this entrepreneurial spirit and sharing that with everyone because I think the more we have community, the stronger we all become. Totally agree. If our listeners want to see more of your work, possibly contact you, possibly become part of the Sparkle Society, where's one good place where they could reach out to you? So the best place is probably to go to my website, which is going to be www.immerse, which is I-M-M-E-R-S-E, workshops.com. So if you go to immerseworkshops.com, you'll see what I have to offer on there. I actually have um, a photo course that is meant specifically for small business owners like yourselves who may only have an iPhone or they may only have a point and shoot camera, but it's how to take better photos for your business and your social media streams. So I have that small course on there. Or you can join the Sparkle Society where I share tips and encouragement. So hopping on there, you'll find the place to sign up for my email list and all, all kinds of information about my workshops. And as all of you know, on the show notes page, there'll be additional links of other ways that you can reach out to Sarissa. But just in case you're walking your dog or in the bathroom <laughs> doing that turtle thing in front of the mirror right now. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that you captured some of her contact information here. Sarissa, first off, thank you so much for the offer of that valuable ebook, a $50 value, you guys. She's offering it to us for free. So make sure to jump over to the show notes page. I think I'm going to put a link there somehow so that you'll be able to grab it as you wish. And such great information here, Sarissa, just the understanding of why you need professional photography, the difference in the shoots, how to prepare, the turtle technique. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much value. I thank you so much for coming on today, sharing all this information, and may your candle always burn bright. Thank you. Learn how to work smarter while developing and growing your business. Download our guide called 25 Free Tools to Enhance Your Business and Life. It's our gift to you and available at giftbizunwrap.com tools. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us for the next episode. Today's show is sponsored by The Ribbon Print Company. Looking for a new income source for your gift business? Customization is more popular now than ever. Brand your products with your logo or print a Happy Birthday Jessica ribbon to add to a gift right at checkout. 
It's all done right in your shop or craft studio in seconds. Check out theribbonprintcompany.com for more information. After you listen to the show, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to jump over and subscribe to the show on iTunes. That way you'll automatically get the newest episodes when they go live. And thank you to those who have already left a rating and review. By subscribing, rating, and reviewing, you help to increase the visibility of GiftViz Unwrapped. It's a great way to pay it forward to help others with their entrepreneurial journey as well. Would you like to be on the show? Or do you know someone who can provide valuable insight from their experiences? If so, we'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is submit a form for consideration. You can access the form at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash guest.